the opinion is if a man tells you his type is a blonde, it's a red flag. And I've like had so many friends with different hair colors and they've said every time they've been blonde, they get the most male attention, but mm. the worst male attention in like from relationships to like just being catcalled on the street. So basically I'm looking for someone whose type is a brunette, but sees through my hair color. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds, the only podcast that helps you find a date. My name is Katie Mack and I am the host and creator of this dating podcast. And how is everyone feeling? Are we feeling Christmassy yet? Winter Wonderland opened in London this weekend just gone and to me that is basically the start of Christmas. Fun fact about me is I am a big sucker for all things tacky. <laughs> so expect to see me there and I love it as a date idea. There are some really classy bars and specific spots in Winter Wonderland if you know where to look with open fires and cute Christmassy cocktails, mulled wine, cute rugs, the lot. So slide into my DMs if you want Rex to those for your next date night. If you've just joined us today, let me catch you up on where we are on the schedule of single sounds for the rest of the year. So this is the last regular guest. By that, I mean someone that you can write in today and the last of the Northern November series before we move into our experts how to series, which is for the whole of December. Starting with a lovely podcast host I did interview in Manchester. So it's a slight overlap. Nice transition. And you'll hear in this episode, he gave us quite a spook mid-interview. This week's guest has the potential to literally ruin a whole season for you. Yep, someone once told her that dated her that they can't experience autumn without thinking about her. And I have to say, we did share quite a spooky moment together. So maybe I will always think about her around this time of year too. She is looking for someone who can see through her blonde hair color and potentially a cheerleader to support her in all her crazy habits of signing up to unbelievably long races. Hello, welcome to Single Sounds. Hello. <laughs> You're like, hi. I'm I know. like, God, what do I do? We're How do I sit? In Manchester. <laughs> it's so exciting for me just to be in a new place. Um, let's start with your profile. Okay. Who, what, where. So first question is, who are you sexually attracted to? Men. Nice. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it though? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Lots of people say, unfortunately. I was about Before, to, I stopped yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's always a thing of like, should I? Oh no, I'll leave them. <laughs> I know, I wish. Leave them alone for two seconds. <laughs> and what are you looking for? Anything, as long as it's honest. I think okay, is, that's is a good answer. The, the best way to say it. I'm not dead set on finding my husband, but if you're out there, I'm great. not opposed to it. Yeah. But yeah, just anything that's honest. Yeah, it's the best way. Yeah, just someone to be really upfront. Yeah, and like, if you just want to have some fun and then never speak to me again, that's completely fine. Just let me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. That is just all you want. Yeah, because I think it's really hard to kind of say before you meet someone, you know, you might get on really well, but you don't see it going anywhere, but you yeah. still want to spend time with them. Agreed. And, and like, there's not an that. easy way to say that, <laughs> like, without it being really yeah. rude. <laughs> yeah, just like, not to offend you, but... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think... I don't know. It would be nice to have, like, especially now it's coming into autumn, winter. Like, yeah. <laughs> actually someone, but I've kind of given up on finding the the, the right guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just think someone that is nice to spend time with that doesn't feel like a big ask, but mm. somehow it seems hard to find. Oh my God, it's like the hardest thing. It's yeah. such a huge ask. I feel like too many people just pretend to be something they're not. <laughs> Do you have any like height age preferences? Uh, the taller, the better, because I'm pretty tall for a girl. Yeah. Um, but also all my friends are like five foot. So sometimes <laughs> I feel like a giant and I'm actually not. And I need to remember that. Um, <laughs> what are you like? I think you're similar to me when you're like five, eight, something like that. Yeah, seven. just under five, eight, I think. Yeah. I actually don't know because I basically never measured myself. And I went off the height of my first boyfriend and we were the same height. Mm. And he told me he was 5'11". So for like two years, I thought I was 5'11". Yeah, it was awful. And then throughout our relationship, slowly he was like, he'd mention it and be like, I'm 5'9", 5'8 and a half. just like bring it down a notch. Like, oh, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, it was awful. Um, That's one of my biggest pet peeves is when men lie about their height, especially for girls that are our height. I can Mm -hmm. tell if you're six foot or not. Oh my God, yeah. It's not actually that far away. When I wear heels, I can be six foot. Like Literally, it's, oh God, especially on dating apps. I feel like the height six foot and six foot two doesn't actually exist yeah six two is what they all they love that because they're like oh no i'm definitely over it and they're probably yeah. like barely six foot they're like five eleven with shoes on yeah and like tall hair <laughs> yeah. okay and where would you like to date i'm actually really not that fussed i'm basically like if someone just kind of takes the lead i'll go along with it whether they say let's go do something chill in leeds or let's go on holiday cool yeah, let's cool. do it cool genuinely i'm in that phase of life where i'm like okay let's do it yeah yeah <laughs> let's start with acceptance section so this is are they going to be accepting of your flaws and your quirks first question is what would your therapist say about you probably a long list of things which we probably shouldn't share on here but <laughs> <laughs> i think they would say i need to stop using exercise and signing up for races as a coping mechanism (laughs) nice (laughs) and the reason i say that like really long races like i'm doing an 100k ultra next summer oh Um, my goodness i've never even ran a marathon so far okay (laughs) good literally this year like when i get stressed i'm like i need to fill up my time with something that's not healthy well i think yeah Mm. (laughs) it's maybe a limit 100k maybe I just, I think in my mind, it keeps me so busy that if I am having a bad day, well, Mm. I've got to go run 60 kilometers. So (laughs) I have to ignore my problems. (laughs) So yeah, that definitely that. And it keeps me way too busy. So it's such a long time. Yeah. You'll be running for hours. Literally like my whole, whole Sunday. (laughs) I don't, I have two jobs as well. So I, yeah, my therapist would say, stop making yourself so busy and have a life. Um, maybe run a little bit less yeah, distance just like, <laughs> just like take a, a 5k chill. <laughs> half an hour <laughs> yeah it's, and I'm not a runner so I don't like it I hate it okay um interesting I know so I force <laughs> myself to yeah it's um definitely says a lot about me I think <laughs> forcing myself to be places I don't want to be and do things I don't want to do could be a good thing yeah so, I think it's good to like test your boundaries in a way yeah yeah it could be a bad thing I don't know I mean you'll feel really great when you run the 100k I reckon I hope so although the one I signed up for someone said it's all uphill so oh um... <laughs> they couldn't pick a bit of flat no. I know a nice down it's not hard enough <laughs> yeah what yeah so uh <laughs> it's a weird coping mechanism to have it's a new one over the last like year I think it used to be not so good um mm. so yeah that's probably what they would say yeah that makes sense 
Mm-hmm. Where's the race? Is it near here? Um, it starts in Oxford. Oh, okay. Um, I, to be honest, I've not looked at the route. I don't know where it finishes. 100k away from yeah. Oxford. I mean, far. Oh, is it maybe a big loop? I don't know. But yeah. Oh. No, it must be a loop. It must. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I think it probably is, but I think it better not be like it a down and back up the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, that was what I was actually just a little bit worried about for you. I was like, <laughs> I hope it's not just you run around the same loop three times. No, it definitely isn't only that, because yeah. they have like little aid stations yeah. where you're supposed to have friends and family to like help you. Yeah. Um, I currently, I mean, I have like my mum but no one else. So <laughs> if nothing else comes with this podcast, maybe I can just assemble a team yeah. to help me run 100K. We'll come to Oxford, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually what I'm looking for. I lied in the beginning. I don't want to date. I just want to race team. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, I just need a support for my race. Yeah, please. Hold up a sign for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll come. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what is it said next summer? Are yeah. Away? Yeah, it's next July. We've got time. Yeah. Cool. We'll find a whole squad. (laughs) People crazy enough to help me, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine, like, lots of other people doing that race would also have people to support. I feel like it would just be a nice atmosphere. Like, when I've watched friends in halves and full marathons, like, they are really good because everyone just kind of cheers everyone. Yeah, it's so nice. I did Cardiff half marathon last weekend. Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) And my mum was there, but she was, like, far away somewhere. But everyone, because my name's... Mm, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Because of my name... It's Welsh, so there were loads of signs with my name on it. Oh, cute. So um, you were like, that's for me. I was me. like, it's for me, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cute. Um, that is nice, to be fair. Yeah. Just, I think I'd be like, yeah, it's so my name. It's the benefit of having a common name. I feel like mine could be written in many places. And I'd be like, it's for me. It's for me. Did, did you have your name like on your bib? Like, so, no. Not bib. You know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. everyone says you should, so people can shout for yeah. you. Yeah, both that yeah. I've done, everyone wrote them. And when they were really clear, like people did shout like, go John or whatever your name was. Yeah, I um, actually didn't. And I regret it. But because normally it's on your race number. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Instead of bib. But, <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> Just like wearing something <laughs> Just like a little tie. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done with one like, it's not well, but. <laughs> no, I didn't have my name on it. So yeah. just kind of. Next time though. Now you know. Yeah. Write it in like really big, thick black. Huge letters. Yeah. Because then also they, the ones I've gone to, they have people on like tannoids. Like mm. randomly shouting and then they can pick you up as well. Yeah, I was wearing um a hair grip with like Barbie on it. Um, oh. So a few like people, especially some of the little kids shouted, go Barbie, which was cute. That's nice. Yeah, yeah it made me really nice. happy. <laughs> yeah, I always think that's the good thing about the people that do it in fancy dress. Not that I do it because it looks mm. like hell, but they oh, do yeah. get so many like shout outs. They're like, go Scooby-Doo or yeah. like whatever you're in. <laughs> And I always think like, oh, they get the most support. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Maybe I should like, maybe I'll run the marathon or something in like full just, Barbie. Like, yeah, you could. Yeah. I feel like you could still make it comfy, but obviously Barbie, if that makes sense. So you yeah. get like pink running shorts, pink yeah. trainers, just go like full. Just need to find a can to come with me. Next question is, what is your most controversial opinion? Okay, so I don't actually know if this is controversial. It definitely is amongst guys because okay. when I've said it to them before, they're like, what you want about but the opinion is if a man tells you his type is a blonde it's a red flag yes i would agree even though like <laughs> even though i'm blonde <laughs> yeah yeah like i think it's the biggest red flag in the world and i've like had so many friends with different hair colors and they've said every time they've been blonde they get the most male attention but mm. the worst male attention in like from relationships to like just being catcalled on the street 
so basically I'm looking for someone whose type is a brunette but sees through my hair colour. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not infatuated by the blonde. Yeah, but guys always tell me I'm wrong. Probably because it's like saying it's not not a yeah. Thing. They're like, oh well, if that wasn't my type, I wouldn't have picked you, kind of thing. But mm. I just I think it's a bad sign. Yeah, I do, I just think picking someone on their hair color is not very, <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of substance behind that, is there? No, like, there's really not. But I think guys really do like if they're not attracted to that hair color, it's like they don't see you. Mm. they just look past you i could be majorly stereotyping but in my experience no this is the thing it's like it's your opinion from what you've seen yeah and then Um, the golden rule to that is it doesn't matter what a guy's type is if there's an attractive ginger then she takes she takes the win that's funny (laughs) that's funny it's it's so true ginger wins always yeah it's like a shout out for all my ginger friends they're all stunning as well i've got one really good friend who's i never know how to describe her hair it's like auburn it's just Mm. the most beautiful ginger like it's almost like red and it's fully natural Oh, I don't know. Her skin's just like so good. Her hair's just so good. And I'm always like, yeah. she's single. And I always tell her I don't know how. Oh <laughs> my God. Like, she's just, to me, like, that's so stunning. That's always like her what colouring. Yeah, always. Honestly, my hairdresser, the last time I went, we kind of had a bit of a chat. And he said, if you're not in some sort of stable or like happy thing, whether it's a relationship or not, by the next time I see you, we're, we're dyeing your hair brunette. Like, the blonde's gone. <laughs> the blonde's gone. <laughs> Even though he loves it, he's, he's like, thing to do. He was like, yeah. we'll find you a better man if we just change your hair colour. Yeah, literally. It's so interesting. Yeah, I might do the experiment, just like a social experiment to see. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I'm sure, you know what, I'm sure there's TikToks about that. I'm sure oh, yeah. people have had a go. Yeah, probably. Maybe I should though. And like, I can like proper like keep a tally of like the dates and how they went. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think it's true. It's interesting. I just feel like maybe the people that I've gone for me have never actually told me that their type is blonde, even though it probably is. I feel like it's not come yeah. up. I think maybe the red flag is when they tell you, like, oh, I only go for blondes. Yeah. And then you're like, sure. interesting. Yeah. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> Do you know that most of us aren't real blondes? Yeah. This is so true. <laughs> it's like, we're like dirty blonde at best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, I'm like clinging on to my hair color from when I was about four. Yeah. Paying for it now, which is awful. This is the thing I think we were tricked because I was like, bright blonde when I was really young and then you get older and it gets and mine got really quite dark and I was like oh hate this yeah same it's like (laughs) it's just like a muddy nothingness yeah (laughs) but then the thing is is the guys that do tell me their types are blonde when I then tell them that because I have no shame and I'll say anything they immediately are like oh well I'll probably end up with a brunette and like right well what we're doing here then (laughs) Uh, it's like they're always almost admitting that they think that the brunettes are like better wifey material or something well there is that awful saying I don't know if you've like heard anyone say it about what you do to a blonde but you wife a brunette I've never heard of that it's awful. I'm not going to say it. No, don't say it. Don't say it. I'm going to pretend it doesn't I'm just exist. never going to hear that. Maybe I've heard it and I've just blanked it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Unfortunately, I think when people have said it, I've blocked it out. But when it's written on like dating app conversations, you can just no. it's like burn into the brain. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. I just don't know what gives men the audacity. <laughs> oh, God. If I had the audacity of like a straight white man, I'd, I'd <laughs> You'd conquer run the, world. the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true yeah oh god maybe not all of them but definitely some of the well some of the ones on dating apps yeah yeah i don't know do you use them or Mm, i'm not at the moment i haven't for a while 
And I said to myself, when it gets to October, I'll think about it. And you know what? I just have no desire to download them. Honestly, I only use, well, I only have one because one of them I just think is awful. And then I the, think of that, I know that yeah. one. We can call them out. I Tinder. Say, Tinder. <laughs> I, oh no, even saying it makes me feel like dirty. Clamp. Yeah, oh no, grim. But then I actually got banned from Hinge. Really? But it wasn't. Is that because someone reported you? Because I've heard that before. Someone, like people that know me. Yeah. Reported me because they didn't I, want you to date. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. It's really shit. And yeah. they don't do good investigations around it. Because it no. happened to like one of my other friends. She just had like a really toxic person just like go for her. Mm-hmm. And then they got all their friends to also report as soon as they saw. Yeah. And it's like how bitter and like I know. it's actually fucked up it was so, bad. so controlling as well because like you said like now you can't actually can't use the app like, yeah it does work sometimes I think when that happened though I was like oh it's a blessing in disguise and I literally deleted mm. all of them and didn't use them for months and months and then I really randomly decided to use Bumble like just because I was bored yeah and I was like I'm just gonna have a swipe and I was in a, dif- a different city and um that was actually quite a good idea yeah um I'd recommend that just go to a different city and start swiping. yeah I, I've heard this yeah um, one of my friends is traveling at the moment and she like before she moves on to a new place she drops her location somewhere else oh, yeah and starts chatting to people like the days before so then when she arrives she has like dates lined up That's and I was such like a good idea how clever I know and it is hinge the one she's using actually abroad mm, she, so she's true. like I'm actually just meeting like loads of Americans and Brits like abroad and just dating them because <laughs> I said like isn't that a bit dangerous yeah she was like no literally the only people on it are other travelers that's so true I actually me and my friend went to Ibiza recently um I didn't have it at that time but we downloaded it she's in a relationship just to see if we could like match with any bartenders yeah. places. <laughs> and we were quite successful to get free drinks <laughs> yeah because I was like I don't actually we were just on a girl's trip and I was like I'm not interested in yeah finding men so I was like I don't want to have to flirt with men in clubs and things so yeah, it's just yeah. like let's just do it this way and see what happens yeah and it worked <laughs> yeah it wasn't that's, too bad that's quite good yeah how did we get onto this oh my god I don't know oh no yeah we just took the blonde thing oh yeah saying, um, <laughs> this is the reason why I just can't face getting them yet because I'm just not ready mentally for mm. that <laughs> like the yeah. line that you didn't say if someone said that to me I'd just be like delete do you Honestly, know what I mean like I just I, I think can't be bothered with the energy them, yeah just like sparingly yeah. Because otherwise it gets depressing. Yeah. Um and I think I think Bumble's a bit better because you can invite like the tone of the conversation. Agreed. But even You're then, in control of it a little bit more. Yeah, people just ig- ignore it for sure. Some people don't know, which is kind of nice, but it's just it's weird. The whole concept to me is weird. I'm like, where's my Prince Charming, like yeah. from like an old English lit romantic novel where you just <laughs> yeah. like meet in the street. And he's so polite and yeah. would never dream of judging you by your hair colour. <laughs> yeah. Although to be honest, anyone I've ever met like in person, mm. um, I feel like that's when it goes wrong because I think you get a bit wrapped up in the romance of it. hundred percent. I've said this a million times. Yeah. I, I am the biggest problem for this. <laughs> Our next section is oh. adventure. And the question is, what is your worst dating story? So people ask me this all the time. Like, I think it's really popular on first dates to be like, have you ever had any bad dates? I like asking it. Yeah. I mean, I like asking it on this podcast. It's my favorite bit, but. I like, honestly, my answer was always, oh, I've, I've not really, like they've always been fine. And then when 
I saw like the questions and stuff, it literally unlocked. So like, I genuinely think I'd put, put like it. a mental yeah. lockbox, like it's awful. It's basically like the first date turned into months of like stalking kind oh, of, no. but it was, I went home, I was at uni at the time and I went home for Easter and I met this guy in a bar and I must've been like 18 at the time and he was pushing 30 so okay. like that's a red flag in itself massive but yeah, yeah. sure it does but you're happen, 18 you, yeah. at the same time like you don't know much better yeah and it does happen quite a lot even now I think when I meet people out they think I'm maybe like five six years older than I am but still I told him how old I was so I see yeah, they, yeah so he thought you were like 25 probably or something like, like that. initially yeah. yeah obviously I told him I wasn't like yeah. pretending <laughs> but we went on a date and it was okay but when people start saying stuff that you're like okay where's this going and it was it started off with he lives with his parents I was like okay these things happen yeah um and then it was because he'd had a really bad relationship and he started talking about this girl Mm. and long story short the girl never existed he'd never been in a relationship he'd never slept with anyone and he like latched onto me and I told him this whole time I'm only home for a month like I'm happy to just like go out a little bit have some fun but then I'm going back to uni. And I'd also told him I was kind of seeing someone at my uni, but it was quite casual. Yeah. Um, I went back to uni, I could try to cut ties. I never told him which uni I went to because there's like four in my city. Yeah. I didn't tell him where I lived. And I came out of my accommodation one day and he was stood there um, with like a card oh, and stuff saying happy birthday. Cause it was my birthday, but also I didn't tell him when my birthday was. I didn't have him on like Facebook or anything. Yeah, how did he get this information? I have no idea. Like to this day, I still don't know. But really luckily for me, I lived in like, like a tower block and there was mm-hmm. one opposite. And the one opposite had a reception with a security guard and you were supposed to sign guests in and out. Obviously no one ever did. Whoa, made me jump out my skin. Hello. <laughs> We were mid mid story. (laughs) It's a spooky story. (laughs) It's about a stalker. Oh my god! Oh my god! He found me. (laughs) I thought the stalker had found. (laughs) All these years later, like six years later. Oh, I actually might have to leave it in oh the recording because that is the funniest thing. Yeah, we now you can we can, you can finish the story. Yeah. Honestly, oh my god, that timing. <laughs> Any other point, it would have been fine. But I just I know because we were talking about how we like we didn't know how he got her like information of like where she lived and stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the stalk has found us. I know, I saw the tattoo and was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you you were just saying that, oh, you had to sign guests in. Yeah, and obviously no one ever did because like, you know, don't want people to know your business. Like, (laughs) don't want the reception knowing. Yeah, like this is a one night stand, like come up (laughs) with me. Like, no. And I like went to sign, I I told him, I was like, oh, I just have to sign you in because I didn't know what to do. I was like, I can't just tell him to go away. Um, Because I'd already told him on the phone, like, I don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. Before I left. Um, And I literally got the guest book off the receptionist and I wrote in it. um, I think this guy's stalking me, like, help. (laughs) Because I didn't know what to do and I felt really on edge. And um, she got the security guard and he just, like, escorted him to his car. And the guy, like, started tearing up and he was like, I thought we had a real connection. And, like, he did get in his car and just drive home. But it was bizarre. And then, obviously, it came with a bunch of messages afterwards. I just blocked. And I felt really bad. But I was like, no, I'm not dealing with this. No, because I think you did the complete right thing. Otherwise, he was going to keep coming back and finding you. But it was like, that was after one one date. 
it's insane. Yeah. So probably the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> maybe the worst. <laughs> Definitely blocked it out. Um, and you never saw him again, though. He actually did leave you alone. So he created a couple of like phishing accounts on uh. various Instagrams, and he was not for me it turned out he was on the guy that i was seeing who ended up i ended up in a relationship with him for a while mm-hmm. um he was like keeping tabs on him on social media um but it was it was fine okay um, yeah that's good <laughs> i'm glad just a good story oh, what a uh, what a journey i, I felt we, i felt like i was so engrossed i thought we were gonna get found by this man i know now i feel like i'm gonna be on edge now forever like is he actually still following me no i don't see literally i was like he's here he's done it i was like what have you done you've brought some stalker into our lives um not as your fault it probably would be i've made some bad choices in my time what is the award you should be nominated for this actually feels like such an interview answer when i say this okay but bouncing back from everything and anything like ask any of my friends and they will just say She's one of the unluckiest people we've ever met, but she just keeps on going. Mm. And in like every sense, I don't want to get too deep. (laughs) (laughs) But literally people used to joke at school, like you basically have black cat energy. Like, I don't know how you're so unlucky. So some really, I mean, like that stalking thing. Who does that that happen to? Um, But I literally just brushed it off and went on a date the next day with someone else. I was like, (laughs) it'll be fine. (laughs) It'll be fine. (laughs) And even like, jobs like just I've had the worst experiences and to be fair this year I've made this the year of change nice like my luck I said my luck was going to change and it has yeah, I think you can manifest that it's like yeah. lucky girl syndrome it's a whole thing oh my god 100% that there's that song on um Instagram I don't know if you've heard it like the lucky girl syndrome song oh yeah that you're meant to like play I've actually like played it like every morning for so long so I'm like it's not gonna hurt like (laughs) yeah I mean if it works it works yeah and I feel like it's working although I say that I've definitely my luck in like dating's not changed so um (laughs) still bouncing back I feel like that's for like a lot of people though that's just a societal thing yeah it's always the same thing though it's always like uh i never get ghosted it's always like i'd like to keep you around because you're a really nice person but i found someone who i kind of prefer but uh, you're a good person so like can i keep you there yeah yeah as a backup yeah no, which really shit i'm not an option just so everyone knows yeah I'm not a second choice i've um, heard people be like oh i'm always the person that they date before they meet their next fiance oh, like yeah. that that really sucks too yeah i saw such a sad quote which probably like, don't want to bring the tone down but it was like <laughs> <laughs> it was like um i'm someone that everyone likes but never loves the whole way through and i oh, was like no. oh <laughs> no no that's bad too energy. deep <laughs> no that's just lies yeah it definitely is you've just not met the right person yeah i think that's exciting though like waiting to Agreed. meet and the they, right person i think it's so exciting that like you could literally meet them today like tomorrow do yeah. you know what i mean like you just don't know no, and i never. actually think that's like the thing to focus on and that keeps you positive. Oh my and God, yeah. It's just like, you meet new people every day. You just don't know. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, when you're on the train or like maybe on the tube or something and you see that really attractive person, you have eye contact, just walk up and say hello and they could be the love of your life. Yeah. Rather than like letting it pass by, yeah, which I always do. Yeah, I never speak to people in public. No, <laughs> I can't say I've ever. I've, I don't know where people are seeing these attractive people on the tube. Like loads of people tell me they see their husband on the tube and I'm like, I just see like really sweaty, gross people. Like, <laughs> Do you know what it is? I think if I see a man in a suit commuting, he uh, could be really ugly, but he looks attractive in that setting. <laughs> yeah, in, in, at the time. Yeah, he looks yeah. good. Okay. Let's move on to affection section. What is your biggest ick? 
Okay, there is quite a few, but I think this is probably one I've had an experience of a lot of times. Um, and it's when a guy refers to himself as a boy, but with like an adjective. So okay. the best example I've got is, it makes my whole body cringe even thinking about it. I really struggle to say it. Um, my, I feel like I'm owing him, but no one knows who he is. My ex. Um, <laughs> and this is how I know it's an ick because I was like, madly in love with him and it even made me cringe a little bit mm. in the relationship he would like wipe his hand across like a surface and if it was a bit dirty or dusty he'd like look at his hand and be like oh I'm a dusty boy oh, oh that is awful I can't <laughs> I can't cope someone I dated recently they like had a really hard gym workout and it's when they like they're men like they're not boys and he was yeah. like I'm such a sore boy no I can't do it yeah I can't I, do I've it I've not heard that very much but that definitely is a good ick it makes me feel physically sick um but it's fine yeah. if like, like w- women do it like call yourself a girl I think it's cute like but a, I don't know yeah I don't know when I've ever like oh she's a sweaty girl <laughs> like after the gym <laughs> so that's like, I don't know. yeah the mm, dusty boy one or dusty, the tired boy so no icky. it just makes me feel like you I don't know like you need to be mothered and like it's yeah. just not not the vibe I want but that is closely followed by if a man walks into a coffee shop and orders a gingerbread man can't it's an ick ginger is in the biscuit yeah yeah <laughs> not like a gingerbread latte or that I mean that would still maybe be an ick if it was coupled with the gingerbread <laughs> oh my god yeah too much <laughs> just too much in one go yeah I don't know what it is yeah no I kind of get it it's yeah. like it's a like a child's yeah kind of snack <laughs> but then I think that one like if I was really into you and you did that I probably think it was cute, cute. but yeah. I think that's probably how my husband's gonna know he's my husband is if he calls himself a something boy and Dusty I'm like boy. <laughs> and if you can eat gingerbread men without you cringing yeah then you know you know you're the one <laughs> really, I like how specific they are though they're good icks like yeah there's so, so many specific. people give me like turn-offs not icks and those are good like the gingerbread ones really make me they laugh. feel really harsh but it just has someone done that to you then is that so where it came from the gingerbread one it wasn't actually like a, a person I knew there was a guy in front of me in Cafe Nero um and he was in a suit and like you know when you think oh you're quite attractive mm. um and he just ordered an Americano and then I heard him order a gingerbread man and I kind of looked around to see if he had kids with him and he didn't. And instantly I just, just like the glass is shattered. Like you're mm. not attractive anymore at all. Uh, <laughs> it's like looking for the kids like, oh, they're not here. Yeah, because the kids would have been cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to play your bestie, Rec. If you want to date my bestie, then ideally you will not be a toxic man with a moustache, but you will have a love for fitness, eating pickles from the jar and a strong desire to dress up in couples' fancy dress costumes. The way to her heart is through a can of pink monster, and if you break her heart, an autumn will never pass by again without you reminiscing of the one that got away. She's pumpkin spice and all things nice, probably the sweetest, most caring person you'll ever meet. She'll even do meal prep for you for the week if you play your cards right. However, a word of caution, you will have to put up with her very healthy coping mechanism of signing up to marathons and fitness challenges to suppress her emotions. No, seriously, last year she ran four miles every four hours for 48 hours. That was not fun for me. I lived with her. So if you're ready for it, so if you're ready to sing Taylor Swift at the top of your lungs, then my friend has got blank space and she will write your name, baby. Oh, <laughs> that's super cute. That's so accurate. Oh my God. Yeah. The 448. I mean, I didn't cry. 
I definitely was a bit unhinged, but I think I blocked it out. So the four hour thing. Yeah. So when did you sleep? Like I did and just napped after for a little bit. I think I had like a twenty minute sleep at one point between like the midnight and the four a.m. run. Um, oh God. Yeah. Sounds awful. I know. It's like I torture. When me and uh, when we moved in together, I mentioned it, and I think there was like immediate panic of what is wrong with this girl is she gonna have a breakdown but yeah literally it does sound a little bit menti yeah. energy yeah it was but it was for charity is it? that's my justification it's yeah. a charity and we raised a lot of money for mind but that's really nice it was yeah but oh that's so cute the pickles was... literally i <laughs> they follow me everywhere my old flatmate bought me a pickle christmas tree decoration i guess you like them so much yeah yeah <laughs> It's quite an unusual thing to like, but I rate it. Is it like your favorite food? <laughs> it's just like my go-to snack. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. just out of the jar. Yeah, but do you know what? It almost did give me a breakdown once because I've never had a problem opening a jar of pickles. And then when I broke up with my ex and I was between flatmates living on my own, it's the one time I couldn't oh, get it open. That must have been really sad, actually. And you yeah. just felt like a bit on I your own. I did cry. Yeah. Well, I had a moment like I've I've been living by myself now after my breakup, and you forget that. I have various items of clothing that you just can't get on yourself. Yeah. And I was trying to get this dress on for this like ball, like awards event. And I just couldn't do it up. And I was, oh. I literally just cried because yeah. I was <laughs> so silly now I reflect, but I was just sobbing in this dress because I was like, why is there no one to help me? Oh no. And my cat was just looking at me like, are you okay? <laughs> I mean, at least you probably look really stunning in the dress. At least you were doing that. I was just sobbing into a jar of like vinegary cucumber, like... <laughs> But it's Aww. funny how like just those really small things that like all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. I can really do with someone else to be here and help makes yeah. you think, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. I like I'm to alone. think I'm quite self-sufficient. The only thing is when yeah. it comes to my car, like, no. <laughs> and get me a man, please. Yeah. As stereotypical as that is. And I always, my car's like setting on fire all the time being oh. a crush into. Yeah. Okay. So sound good. get me a mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Or a new car, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's wrap up with your short summary. Yeah, I feel like the best way to describe me is the most basic white girl that's absolutely not basic at all. That's the only way I can describe it. I don't know. So confusing. Yeah. I mean, the pink complex. monster, that was not basic. That's not your pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, it's like I will go to Starbucks, listen to Taylor Swift, drink pumpkin spice, and then go absolutely feral in the gym and like... <laughs> not speak to anyone i don't know it's like very conflicting personalities yeah you like maybe flicking and out of being bipolar is maybe the way to describe me but yeah no okay awesome thanks so much for coming on oh thank you it's been fun good i'm glad you're so if you would like to date this pink monster drinking, ultra marathon running, not so basic girl, all you have to do is contact the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds or via the email to get her details and arrange the date. Hope you enjoyed this mini series of hearing singles from the north and let me know if you want me to come and host in a city near you. Slide into the DMs and we can try and arrange it. But for now... In the new year, we will move back to the OG London singles in January, starting with someone very special. No spoilers. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, I've not been very good at keeping that a secret. So thanks so much for listening. And I'm excited to share next week's episode with you for a new type of content for single sounds. But I know you'll absolutely love it and hopefully learn quite a lot. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next Tuesday.